how long is the wait? Yo, mom, let me get 20 bucks. Yo, mom, I'm going out after this, by the way. Hey guys, it's Jen. First off, I have to tell you, I was freaking out today like a little dork because I logged on this afternoon to do the recording and I had my first sponsorship offer. So I have to thank you all one more time for tuning in to my little podcast that is a month old now. It's so exciting. I got to do a recording and advertise for a company and um, you'll probably hear it. So I'm not even going to give any details away, but it was very cool and I feel special and famous and important now. So thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. So right now, here we are, we're in the middle of the summer and I am loving it. I'm loving no routine, no schedule. I know quarantine. I get it. We've all been home. Everybody's over it, but I am not over it. And I am not even a huge, huge advocate for being fearful or scared of COVID. I just want my kids to all be stuck here with me for oh, you know, a little while longer. I'm one of those weird ones that would would be fine with them not going back to school. But I know many of you are not like that. I already know my college kids are going. We have heard, you know, their plans. But I know we're waiting in the next few weeks to hear about our little guys here in Pennsylvania. I don't know about the other states, but um, here where we are, it's up in the air and there's a lot of mamas shaking in their boots, not wanting to do that homeschool thing and needing, I'm sure, people's um, planning for work and for childcare and for all the things that go with that. Um, I can't imagine. So, you know, for each situation, I'm sure it's different. And I also know that you know, the states probably can't win because you're going to make half the moms and dads, um, you know, feel safer, not having the kids, you know, around the germs. Um, then you're going to have half of them freaking out because they need to get back. I mean, I've read um, a few articles, like I always say, I really don't watch the news a lot because I'm not into being scared and um, and a lot of times fib too, because it's all exact. A lot of it is exaggerative and um, political and I can't stand it, but I will say that, um, a lot of the things about kids going back and their health, well-being, not just physical health, mental health, and being around other peers and getting back into sports and routines and all that, um, is going to be really important for them. And, um, then the other side of course is going to be worrying about health and masks for eight hours a day. And, you know, all the things that that entails. So I get it. I really think that they can't win to lose and they can't lose to win because, you know, we're, we're, there's going to be people freaking out on either way. Um, I don't know about your school districts. Ours, you know, are offering the cyber academy as well. Um, we will see in a couple of weeks what, um, you know, what we are going to have to do here, but it's not going to be like the spring where, you know, it was, unprecedented and they didn't know what was going on and Schoology crashed because it's never been made for a billion students to be on there and parents were struggling to understand technology and all the ways of the classroom and 
So I think we were already told here that, you know, it's going to be different. If, if you are homeschooling this year and they aren't back in school, then you are going to have to take a step and make it like Little House on the Prairie. I mean, you're going to have to. And I didn't. I, I know some of you moms, you rocked it. And I and I don't know how you did it. I, I definitely wish I was a little more organized the last few months because I felt like during quarantine, my kids started thinking it was like Christmas break or summer break. Like every day they woke up a little later. They did a little less. I mean, they got their work done for the most part, except for one in particular child that I had to ride every single day. But I honestly need to get a grip this fall if that's going to happen. I, I need to have, you know, a setup. And I need, definitely need to buy more product because I'm always out of pencils. I'm always out of paint. Where does this stuff go? Where? They don't have it in their book bags. Are they taking it all to school? I, I, I don't get it, but we never have pencils. And if we do, there's no pencil sharpener anywhere. And the pencil, the, the lead is in the pencil. Can't use it. Um, if we have the mechanical pencils, they're out. You just push it, keep pushing it. Nothing's coming out. Um, you know, we always have an abundance of paper clips, but that's it. Two rubber bands. They usually come off the produce that I keep the purple ones because we can't keep rubber bands probably because they just hit each other with them, snap them across the rooms. Um, tape, forget it. I can't even, and I know they don't need that at school, but you know, I, I need to get organized. And every year I say, I'm going to be organized. And every, whenever we go to school shop, I go through the supply aisle, get all excited and motivated to like get situated. And then I'm situated for like two weeks and then it's, oh, I know you guys all got it, but, um, you know, I, I am going to, I am going to really hold true to being serious. I'm going to be serious this year and we'll say, um, but yeah. So I think what my point is, is during this quarantine and this news coming now and we're all how many months in. And many of you are hoping that everybody's going to go back to normal. And I don't know if that's going to happen, but let's think of the positives. You know, let's think of the last few months and what this, this COVID did. It was scary. It was um, so sad and lost for many families. So first and foremost, if, if you were struck with this illness or had someone you love pass away from it, uh, I, I pray for you every day. Um, I'm just speaking with the other parts of it as to where maybe we can start using the, the people that we've lost to this, which there are many people. Um, but, but take that and think of what this opportunity has given us as families as well. You know, the time together that we so desperately, I think as a world needed to shift um, our busyness, our 180, we always, 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 we're going 180 miles per hour. And when you have kids and they're involved in sports and activities and clubs and, you know, pick up and drop off. And some, most of the times you eat on the road and there's so many families like that. Um, we really bring it down a notch. I, you know, we do have our sports, but I, make dinner every night and we try to all sit together as much as we possibly can. So I, but I do know for some families, this was massive opportunity for something new with meals and, and laughter and talks around the table, um, hobbies and work done at the house projects. So we got so much done the first few months and then we were kind of like, eh, you know, um, I get it. 
you know, especially for the, the women, um, your home now, and maybe you didn't always stay home and you have the, the craziness and the loudness and the messy house, probably, unless that was one of the hobbies that you worked on. And then you had to be a teacher. And a lot of you had to be a teacher and work full-time or part-time from home. So I know how that goes just from my 30-minute podcast once a week. I get interrupted like two or three times every time. I've had to stop, re-record sometimes, edit. I get it. And I don't – this is the only – like thing that I kind of hide off and do besides maybe my happy hour here and there on my deck. But, um, but yeah, so I get it. And so it's been since March and now it's mid July. So in the next few weeks, we are going to find out, we are going to hear about it and we have to make a plan. We have to make a decision on now, how positive are we going to be about this next decision? You know, and even if the kids go back to school, there's talk about going back only two days a week. And then the rest of the school goes back the other two days. And then Friday's teacher day, at least that's here. There's been a discussion about that. Um, all these things. Okay. So it's probably not going to go back to completely normal, no matter what happens, but it's our choice in how we're going to present that to our kids. Um, it's our choice to, you know, use the verbiage that is going to keep them from going crazy as well and to think positively of whatever scenario that's going to be and to not talk crap on it. Uh, just find the good in it and and go in, go in your room later on and, and scream in your pillow or tell your husband to meet you outside and go, I can't believe we have to, you know, do this or this or this. But listen, this is the time we have to look back. And I, and I've said since the quarantine started, this world needed this. We needed a readjustment. We needed to shift our priorities back to the home front, back to our spouses, even though I think that I, I don't know if it's true, but the divorce rate is doubled because people realize they don't like each other. Um, that's so sad, but I don't know if that's true, but anyway, so we have that. Um, and you know, just, but listen, we, we are the ones that created this busy, crazy, hectic life. And then we're the ones that complain about a busy, crazy, hectic life. So take it down a notch and keep it down a notch. When we go back to this, this schedule in the fall, why can't you now say, oh my gosh, how awesome was it that we had dinner together? Let's do that. We can't do it Tuesday and Thursday because of lacrosse, but we can do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because we found a way to do it this time, you know, and it doesn't have to be just because you don't have as much. Now you're going to go back to maybe being a little busier or crazier. Listen, you pick your priorities. If you want to have family as a family dinner, you're going to find a way to do it and you can do it. I I knew someone that did it at four o'clock every day because it was so important for her to have her family have that, you know, that one 30 minute about your day, um, reconnecting that they ate early. They ate before regular dinner hour. They didn't wait until eight o'clock at night when everyone's like dying to, you know, finish homework and get in the shower and go to bed. So figure it out for your family. But if that was something amazing you got from the quarantine, rock that. 
You know, how about just your, your time, your game nights or doing things that, you know, if you can't make the dinner thing happen, you know, take, take all the good that came from that. Cause we're all going to look back at it and we're going to be like, oh my gosh, that was so freaking amazing. And I know there was stressful times and I know we might've worried about money or I know that, you know, we lost our job, but we got another one. You, but you will be able to find those silver linings and the lights that came from that. that, that absolutely. Cause listen. If you can't watch the news and you can't watch Hollywood and you can't watch out there on the streets what is going on and not come home and shut your door and look around and feel blessed and find goodness that this time together created for you, you, you know it's true. And, and it's a sacrifice once it gets busy again. I get it. But you don't have to get that busy. You don't have to get that busy. Okay, your world is not going to come crashing down if you have no time to pee. All right, so that being said, let's remember whenever we get the announcement about what's going to happen in the fall that we present it to the kids and we're like, listen, we're going to make this work. It's going to be a new year. It's a new time. Whoop, we got this. Yes, we're going to look at our life and we're going to respond to this like we want our kids to respond to other things as well. And how about my quote? Look at your life after two glasses of wine. Pretend you had two glasses of wine or two frosty cold beers, whatever you're having. And I'm not on this podcast promoting alcohol. I'm just saying for many of us, that happy hour or that, you know, that one glass of wine while you make dinner and then you're like, hee hee hee, when your husband pinches your butt and you're like not as annoyed. You know, because you secretly love it. So don't even lie. You secretly love when you're going up the stairs and your husband grabs your butt. Don't even tell me you don't. It's annoying because they're annoying. But you would not have it any other way. All right. We won't tell them. I get it because I don't tell my husband. But I love it. Oh, come on. God bless him. Um, but anyway, how about you start this 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 summer or this fall looking at your life like you do after your two glasses of wine? You know, your days are busy. I get it. They're full of, in the normal life, a million things, and in the quarantine life, a million things. You are paying your bills. You are keeping your appointments. You're checking your phones. You're answering emails. You have uh, another job or, you know, you have a stressful situation in your family life with, you know, a relative um, and then you might have some health concerns. You have a million things. We all are going through the things we're going through. And what I have liked to tell moms in the past is um, on those days when it's crazy and, you know, it might continue to be in the next few months, pretend you just had your second glass of wine. When you're sitting out on your deck and you have your Pinot Noir my daughter always says I say that wrong, but that's my favorite wine. And you're watching your kids play and your husband comes on to the deck and, you know, you put stuff on the grill and your dog comes out and sits under the table at your feet and you're sipping your wine and you're looking around and you're thinking about your life. How do you feel? Especially after the second glass, ladies. Uh, let me tell you the magic of the second glass. I don't know what it is, but that second glass is just like, mm. and then 
don't you like let all the rest of it just melt away? I do. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's why my husband pours my glass so tall, but I don't, you know, nag him about anything at that point. I'm looking at my kids' faces. I'm looking at their eyelashes. I'm looking at their smiles. I'm looking at how blessed I am to have um, an umbrella on my table, on my deck. I am looking at my lawn. I have, you know, this yard now that's just so, just gives me goosebumps. Um, I am looking at the freaking trees and the willow thing that's coming down and blowing in the wind. And I'm thinking about health, all my family's health, which is like all that matters in the whole world is our health. And I, it just is like where you're just like, oh my gosh, God, thank you so much for all the little things that are the biggest things. And you just get so overwhelmed. And sometimes you get like tears in your eyes and you're just like, what did I do to deserve all this? We need to every single freaking day, remember how you feel with your second glass of wine or your first glass. Honestly, your first glass, because we should be feeling like that with no glasses. And, And a lot of days, honestly, we do. We know. We know exactly what we have. We know exactly how blessed we are. We know exactly what isn't a priority and what is. And we know how lucky, how lucky, 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 lucky we are. God has blessed all of us with so many beautiful, amazing things. And again, the quarantine has focused your life on that a lot more because you aren't so distracted by all the crap that doesn't matter and all the stuff that's getting us nowhere and all the stuff that's focusing that the real world focuses on that doesn't mean anything and never quenches your thirst. And so this way, if you wake up and you remember, okay, my my glass of wine, my second glass of wine, Try to try to focus that. Try to try to move that energy into your vision of your life with that. Because you know, we should be waking up every day and just like rolling over and being like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, hon. Can you even? We're awake again. God let us live another day. Oh my gosh. And jump out of your bed and you get your best robe on. Am I the only one that wears a robe? I wear this like big nana robe. I love it. It's like as soon as you put it on, you're like feel like you already had your coffee. Oh my gosh, stop. Kohl's. It was um, $24.99. But um, anyway, and then you run into the crib and you grab that face that looks like you are literally, you just hung the moon and grab that baby out of the crib and say, I am so glad to be your mom. And then run downstairs and light a candle and Listen to the footsteps of your healthy kids running. And I know they're going to be fighting. And I know they're going to be asking if you know where their, you know, black hoodie is for whatever. I get it. But this is when you can alter your vision. You can make your rose-colored glasses. Okay? You can do it. You can. They're wine-colored glasses. Right? So, okay, so keep the glasses on and and get the stupid black sweatshirt and hand it to them and say, I hope you have a great day and pour their cereal really fast because you will probably have already been running late because you're still in your real life. But guys, seriously, take that through your day. Let this quarantine have kept keep in you what you know matters. What you know is what 
is important. And don't expect to not have your bumps all day because you're still going to be on E when you're running late. You're never on E when you're on time. You're going to have to stop and get your gas. You're going to get flipped off on the highway. You're going to open up your trunk when you pull in from the grocery store. And the only thing that's going to fall out is the milk. I mean, real life is going to still happen. But those rose-colored glasses, guys, keep them on. Life is so good. Don't listen to the news. Don't fall for the hype of division and all the stuff. We, Our world definitely needs work. Our world definitely needs um, compassion and character and humbleness. And I absolutely 100%, you know, the honor and the respect that we deserve and, and need to give to everyone around us. Uh, duh. But I just feel it is so, so important right now more than ever to get a grip and to know what we're stressed about and try to find a way to de-stress it. You know, the best way to end something that's bothering you is to fix it and not continue to just wake up and be stressed about it. And we all, like we said, have those things. We're all waking up with different things. And let us remember to our friends and family, and especially the people that look like they have it all together, they don't. And they have their own stuff that they're fighting with. And that person flicking you off on the street is going to, is fighting something probably bigger than you are because they're miserable and usually miserable people have a lot of hurt. So now I'm getting off track because I'm just babbling at this point, but um, what do you see? What do you see in your glasses? Um, do you need a vision appointment, ladies, gentlemen? You need to go to the doctor? You need to adjust your lenses? Um, I'm happy to say I've, you know, don't have many days that I have to adjust them, but I have moments, many moments. Um, and I work on it all the time and I am able to pull in the leash and get a grip. I, I say that to myself and my kids now are like, are you trying to get organized mom? Um, and they'll say little things. I'll just stop in the middle. I'll literally physically, you can tell I'm regrouping my brain because as soon as I start yelling about something, I know if it matters or not. And I know if I'm going to regret it or feel bad later venting or freaking out about something that is never ever going to affect any single person I love for the rest of my life. And we need to stop that. And we need to just focus on the moments. If we let our brain go to next Thursday's appointment and what the doctor might say, or next, um, next week's paycheck, because we might not get it. Don't, don't let your brain go there. It's absolutely the devil because he's trying to steal your joy. This quarantine, our lives, our families, you guys can reprioritize, you can reorganize, and you can absolutely get to a place where there's more change even in your heart than in your lifestyle. And so adjust your lenses, you know, go out on the deck and don't pour your glass of wine. Wouldn't that be amazing if we could just go outside and watch our families or be present, um, you know, your heart's filled with just the appreciation of everything and not 
not leading into another moment that can steal that away from you. If you're fighting with your man <laughs> or your mother-in-law or um, a neighbor, you know, can you do something about that? Can you humble yourself to take the first step so that that's over in your heart and their heart? You know, are you able to just erase the stuff in your life that doesn't make a difference, that isn't going to affect you? Um, to all the kids that are leaving for college for the first time, you know, these parents are getting ready to say goodbye. And these kids are starting a new life and we need to be there rooting them on even during this crazy time and saying, go, go be the light. We need more light. Oh my gosh, how much we need more light. And even if you're not out in the general public, you can do all this stuff in your house, with your own family, your own friends. So if you need an appointment, go get your eyes checked. But I don't think you need an appointment. I think it's just a, a personal check. You know, you're going to feel better. You're going to look at things differently. It's a personal choice, guys. I mean, it really is. It's a choice to be happy. It's a choice to be appreciative. It's a choice to embrace what's going on, that, that we're going to have the bad stuff, and we have to know that it's going to turn into something good later. We, we'll figure it out as we go. Um, but the stuff you do have control over, because we don't have control over a lot of stuff. I mean, we don't. We can't control the media. Uh, we can't control, you know, if somebody's, you know, we, we, you control over what your thoughts are and what your actions are and how you're going to relate that to your family and to your kids. And I choose my, my glasses, my, my wine glasses, my rose colored glasses. I choose to uh, take my blessings and, and just hug them. And, uh, yeah, those are just my thoughts today. Just kind of like a random post. Didn't really have like a topic except for quarantine because we were talking about, you know, what's to come this fall. Um, but I think a lot of us have really taken that bull by the horns. I think we've made really good choices and I think we've, um, come up with a really, really good, uh, um, alternative with it. And I hope it goes. I hope it keeps going. I hope all of you guys figure out a way to um, add some ingredients to your day and take some out. And uh, whatever happens in your state, wherever you are um, in the next few weeks, you know, look at the good. Be the light. Change your family's perspective and, and enjoy, right? Just enjoy it. We're here once. And again, like so much of this is so fleeting, you know, embrace the, the, the beautiful and um, don't worry about anything else. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Party 13.